RJ Lavanya show I'm Lavanya chatting up right now with this composer who has ruled the television world with his music one of the longest running tv shows balika vadu was composed by him for which he was felicitated at the jaipur international film festival for his contribution to rajasthani music scoring for over 120 tv shows and over 22000 episodes of tv music meant obviously many many awards followed on the other hand he's also an entrepreneur and speaker So let's get ready now to go inside out into the world of Ashish Rego. Hi Ashish. Hi Lavanya. How are you Welcome doing? Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I am doing very well. Thank you for coming on the show. My pleasure. Okay, so let's start first with your beginning. How did it all begin for you, the musical journey? So it began at the age of 9. My mom actually wanted to be a violinist always. Wow. Okay. And it was one of her uh, unfulfilled ambitions to mm-hmm. be one. She was very musically inclined. I uh, kind of was projected with her wish, mm-hmm. and she wanted me to learn the violin. Okay. So at the age of nine, I began learning the violin. Okay. And by the age of eleven, I gave my first solo performance with orchestra. Wow. On stage. In two years. Yeah. Fantastic. At Patkar Hall, and I played a concerto with the orchestra backing me. Wow. So that was a wonderful experience uh-huh. and that's where I got I started off my journey with Mr. Purvey's doctor mm-hmm. at the Bombay School of Music and he was one of the greatest influences on f- my musical journey as well as uh, my spiritual journey. Okay. At that age because he was a very spiritually inclined person. Mhm. From there I uh, I started with the violin then I learned the viola I learned the cello okay. and then I learned harmony and uh, basic piano playing from Mr. Tony Pinto. Mhm. and that's how i began my journey into arrangements so i became wow. an arranger from there at the age of 19 i started in the film industry playing wow. as a violinist by then i was uh, for many years also the leader of the Bo- of the bombay school of music orchestra okay and i'd also played with the delhi symphony orchestra and other orchestras across wow. india because of this uh, solid grounding in orchestral technique mm. it helped me develop a new sound in my arrangements so i was very strong in orchestrations what okay. uh, kind of uh, what he calls sections each different instruments would be playing mm-hmm. what obligatos what counterpoints and uh, that developed a very solid grounding for me okay so when i transitioned into the role of an arranger and later a composer mm-hmm. these also uh, helped me a lot i became a composer mostly out of compulsion rather than uh, choice really yeah okay the funny part is that in life it has led me through various stages of trials and tribulations mm-hmm. where to raise a voice i have been compelled to raise myself to be heard you need to be in a position of influence to be Absolutely. in a position of influence you need to raise who you are to that level and at every stage where the universe has felt i need my voice to be heard and i have mm. felt that it resonated i have raised myself 
often in life we look at uh, adversities mm. as stumbling blocks but they are actually opportunities in disguise and an opportunity to raise you towards who you are meant to be when i was a violinist i was actually one of the best violinists around then mm-hmm. but i was still uh, not called for work because there was a nexus between the messengers and a lot of other musicians due to which work was given to people who kind of grease the palms <laughs> of the messengers and We've unfortunately <laughs> that, that has not been one of my final qualities yes. <laughs> so the other way was to raise who i am so i became a music composer from a musician so from becoming a work seeker i became a work provider wow which is always and being a facilitator and a provider of employment is always a better role than someone who seeks it seeks it but at that point in time in the middle there was a point where i was prompted and uh, tempted to give it all up really and forgo the dream because there was this point in between mm-hmm. where i was not being called for any recordings and okay. money was scarce and found it difficult to make ends meet okay then i was contemplating taking up a job yeah oh that would have been such a loss yeah. <laughs> thankfully so, didn't happen the killer of dreams the yes, job yes. yeah so <laughs> i uh, looked up the ads in the paper and there was this uh, job for a anr executive in a music company okay so i said if i'm taking up a job might as well take it up in the field of music music exactly and i took a bus i remember i used to stay at santa cruz that time took mm-hmm. a bus to velapale where the office was okay i found the address i was in time for the appointment <laughs> okay and i walked up it was on the first floor i remember the office mm. and i walked up the stairs and i stood outside the door of that office yeah and a question popped into my head is this really what i want to do in life and the answer was a resounding no huge yes yeah. i never opened that door i walked back redoubled my efforts and then did what i was meant to do in life wow so amazing so in life most uh, a lot of times we are left with these options hmm. these doors which come in front of us Correct. are we going to choose this door or this or door? door yeah and it's the choices that we make at that point in time that define who we will be yes. in the future One of the things I want to speak about right now is practice itself Ashish because of late I realize you know the current um, uh, generation of kids uh, a few of them still understand the importance of these things but a lot of things they want really quickly yeah so I really want to talk about riyas you know like which we've all followed in our lifetime mm-hmm. uh, to become who we've become right now we've had to put in a lot of hours and a lot of effort into the whole art that you are Yes. You've got. So tell me about your real schedule, your practice schedule. How is it for you? We've actually been guilty of providing an environment hmm. of fast food for our children. Okay. So when you provide them with an environment of burgers and fries and hmm. samosas, which are quick to uh, to buy, eat, hmm. but are actually harmful for health. Right. What is the message that we're sending across to our kids? Quickness in everything. You want to rise up the ladder quick. But one thing what I've noticed in life is what rises up quick falls, falls down, down quickly. Also quick. Riyas is probably the most important thing in the life of any creative person. Hmm. And when I was small I used to hate riyas. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Come on be honest Every, everybody hates it. How <laughs> I mean, just Doing going the same there practicing yes. the same scales again again yes. and again gets monotonous. Yes. Rather than say practice I would hmm. say train. There's a difference between practicing and training. Yes. Yeah so amateurs practice professionals train. train 
so if you want to be a professional you need to train and you need to train again again and again you need to hit that same point until you're perfect because in today's time everything is more competitive than it ever used to be hmm. and actually the real competition is with yourself rather than anyone else because everybody is running a different race and in the race that you're running you want to be the best version of yourself for that it's extremely necessary to train so the right training the right guru the right teacher the right guidance extremely necessary hmm. spending that even one hour a day of the right riyas will do wonders for the artist or the composer or the musician on whichever uh, path you are you are so besides having these teachers who actually taught you uh, we've all also grown up with a lot of music idols models who we model ourselves on so who have been some of your idols and models i've never really had any uh, idols as such in particular okay but uh, i've been blessed with great teachers So Mr Purvis doctor was one who defined me at uh, one moment in life in the field of music and spirituality. Mm. Then uh, Mr Farooq Bhutia in the field of uh, psychoastrology and metaphysics and Clinton Swain in the field of leadership and stage presence mm. and life as a whole. So these have been three key people who've influenced me mm. at various stages in my life as role models mm. and have contributed immensely to my value systems. One uh, non-negotiable quality in all these three was integrity. It's yeah. so important. Yeah, and integrity I believe is the foundation of any living thing. not just human beings it's a, it's a fundamental process yes so if you have integrity you have everything everything else will follow because as shakespeare said to thine own self be true <laughs> yeah so true. if you're true to yourself you're true to everyone else and you're true to your art you're true to your profession and at every point in time you are attempting to add value to other people's lives what i believe is that if you just focus on adding value to people's lives money will follow as a by product So usually at this point I ask people for three songs. So song number three is what I usually ask them. But in your case, I'm going to say, which is the project you'll put at number three, yeah. maybe as a composer, which you've really enjoyed working on. Doesn't necessarily need to be a commercial hit, but something that you've really enjoyed yourself working on. Song number three, I would say, is "Mujhe Udne Do." Okay. Which was one of my most recent projects. Recent ones. Yes. And very dear to me also because it is a project not only linked to animals. The lyrics go fly away little birdie. Mm. It's basically about freedom and how animals need a freedom of choice. But also the lyrics lend themselves to a metaphorical aspect of the soul where the little birdie is the soul. The song was finished at the time my mother passed away. Naturally. Naturally. It, it fell into place. It fell into place. Wow. And that song was actually then used as a tribute to my mom. So beautiful. That brings me to the next question. Uh when I walked in I was invited with a lot of beautiful beautiful fur balls around. Yeah. <laughs> so Ashish is somebody who has uh 12 cats did you say? I yeah. Totally yeah. In the office I have 12 cats. At home I have another 12. Yeah. On the wall outside there are another 10. Okay. Then I have three dogs at home. I have two dogs in the office and three dogs below in the building. That's all. <laughs> so I was really invited uh, into this space of love, and I so loved walking into this space. The vibration was so beautiful and just, just pure, sheer love. So um, Ashish, how did this come up in your life? How did this bring it, bring itself in? Well, the universe again uh, dictated the course of actions mm -hmm. as it does, and uh, the first pet we had was Prince. and prince came with a totally new uh, perspective to life mm -hmm. he was 
tiny fur ball when he came and now he's like this huge, huge. he's a labrador <laughs> yeah oh yeah and labradors are one of the most smart dogs and adorable and adorable well. because they they they're great in manipulating emotions seriously yes absolutely you don't never even see them like see, that you never even realized you were manipulating yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until i told you now so that you're so it. we didn't also so there was one point in time where prince uh, we wanted to get him trained so we took him to the um, the dog psychologist there is something like yeah i'm just wondering yeah exactly so um, so she uh, spoke to him and he behaved very obediently did everything she said okay and we saying that he doesn't do this at home so she told me uh, repeat your schedule from morning so i said 6:00 uh, uh, he tugs at me okay if you don't get up then what so then he comes and he licks my face then if you don't get up then what then he comes and he pulls my hair so then she said then what then i said i have to get up <laughs> so saying okay so then what does he do then he goes he gets his leash and i puts his leash on him then uh, i take him down for a walk yeah. then he walks around and then he does what he has to yeah and uh, then we come back home say then what then he asks for food and i give him food ha huh. so then she said congratulations you have been really well trained by prince seriously yes. okay <laughs> so all this while in the huh. past year he has been training you you've not trained him at all how do you expect him to listen to you because you've been listening to him all this while okay but how would you do this otherwise then she taught us that he needs to be made to understand that you are the alpha in the house and things will function as per what you want See. not what he he says <laughs> and the same behavior as with children it helps us understand children so much because we keep giving in to what children want then the children realize that i just had to scream Sweet. and i get what right. i want same with prince if he doesn't get what he wants he barks yeah <laughs> then you give it to him then he thinks that by barking i'm going to get what i want oh and i keep barking wow so we learn a lot about human beings children behavior by interacting with them now i used to take prince for a walk every sunday because we had a boy to take him for the rest of the week one sunday when i took him down i found a baby crow yeah okay. it had fallen down from the from wall the hmm. so i took the baby crow home and uh, we nur- uh, nurtured the crow but it doesn't function very well in captivity so it died oh next sunday i went uh, down we found a crane and that was being pecked at by crows there oh yeah it was very badly injured we took it home small one yeah but it died third sunday i didn't go down sorry okay. <laughs> i said two sundays i've gone down things have been really this so i stayed at home okay <laughs> a baby squirrel came crawling up the kitchen window oh yes. okay and it had oh. kind of wandered from its nest so we kept the squirrel at home we nurtured it but again it died oh by God. this time we realized that the universe is sending us a message i need to be there for troubled animals since then our door has always been open for animals of and birds of any kind and any shapes wow so we've uh, rehabilitated animals we've given some animals a home we've got them adopted we've nurtured them and set them free also and uh, we provided a home ourselves for them wherever needed wow so there is uh, our doors are always open for our furry friends and feathered friends too <laughs> and they have taught us really amazing lessons in life keep up the awesome awesome work Thank and you. Um, i think uh, it's a lot in everybody's heart but to actually open it out and like you said our doors are always open uh, is not an easy thing to say and to do actually so it's brilliant that you're doing that ashish thank you so keep up that good work Uh let's come to some memorable incidents you've had as first as a player person who performed and then after that also as a composer. One recent one was uh, Vande Mataram. 
a song which we composed and got released on August 15th 2020 and that was the peak of the lockdown the song was conceptualized on July 31st when the song was composed and we started off i had a thought what if this song hmm. was rendered by 100 composers across india what kind of a message would it send so at that point in time i got together a team came together and uh, we got together and got 100 composers top composers across india to come together on that one song vande matram wow. which the prime minister himself tweeted 15 days from start to finish simultaneously composition arrangement production putting together arrangements of composers across india putting together voicings of composers across india and also editing at the same time and doing all the pr publicity and releasing the song wow. so nothing short of a miracle and i'm i'm writing a book on that seriously our experience oh, yeah wow. how to make a monumental song and video in 15 days how things fall together when you have the vision clarity of thought and the determination to do it like in that om shanti om dialogue the universe just falls into place to make sure that what you want to do comes true So manifesting dreams into reality is true. It's just that of you course. need to have the power of the dream. Yeah. That also covers your question in the top three of the number two song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And the number one song was Jago Zara. Okay. Jago Zara, which again spread the message of women empowerment, mm-hmm. where we got together 101 empowered women from across the world in the field of music. Wow. And uh, that song has won over 65 awards across the world. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. one of my most satisfying experiences as a composer mm. because there are some works that you do in life where you feel proud that you are in this field yes and jago zara was one of them and on both the projects justin oday and somesh supported me completely Amazing. totally in every way possible these are the moments in life where you realize the people you want to work with mm. and more important than that the people who you never want to work with <laughs> <laughs> like they say what not to do is also yes. important <laughs> because everything that needs to be eliminated from your no- uh, voice uh, from your life yeah. is the noise correct a lot of people don't realize the noise in their life so okay. i can remove the noise from my life and i can focus on the music right now i realize who i want to make music with <laughs> the people i want to work with and everyone who came together and supported the endeavors at that time have my deepest gratitude mm. all the artists all the composers without any expectation just for the music for the cause for the thought yeah that was the beauty of it and yeah. in jagozara had uh, is actually a lifetime experience for me the opportunity to work with legends like begum farida khanum uh, usha otop chitra ji sharda ji so many more i mean it Some was seriously big sharda sena yes i mean just legends in their own right in every yeah, every aspect yeah. i mean simon vitelli from uh, los angeles oh yeah. okay wow. wow so just some amazing local and international artists Artist. amazing i don't know i mean i i feel my life fulfilled you know True. but there's a lot more music to come <laughs> bucket list is still there absolutely yes. bring us to our workflow usually how is it for you like where do you begin how do you whether it's composition or whether putting out a song how does it go for you it all starts with the germ it's mostly a random thought process when it comes to my personal compositions a similar process follows when i'm working on a commercial project also i never sit down to work on it i just let it be it's somewhere in the background yes it remains okay. in the background and at some point in time then it comes in full force hmm you just wait for that moment 
so that entire composition that is meant to be comes full force at that point in time everything just within 15 minutes the whole composition is ready sometimes even with the lyrics wow yeah. okay so a lot of songs have been written by me or co-written by me uh, what i would say is that it's mostly to do with being open and receptive to what the universe has to offer you i also believe that we uh, when we call ourselves music creators we're not really creators we receptors so if our receptors are open then we receive from what the universe has to offer us if our uh, transmitters and radars and receptors are fine tuned <laughs> and to the right frequency exactly then we receive very clearly yeah it's like a radio no yeah so just need to wait for that golden moment yes now coming to a eureka moment so each of us like you know even well a while like i've been practicing or whatever at some point there comes a point where you feel now something has changed for you that one moment which is completely you know been your eureka moment do you have any such well eureka moments in terms of music or eureka moments in terms of life i'd love to listen to both music for me has been an ever evolving process and each composition has its own eureka moment at any point in time you're dealing with something which is new at that point in time hmm you build a basic skeletal structure and you add stuff onto that in fact every time there's a singer in front of a microphone hmm it's a eureka moment for me because a lot of times i just challenge myself by not even having a composition ready when i go on to the studio really yes so the lyrics and are the there singer's already the come. singer's already on the mic waiting to hear the tune i don't <laughs> even have the tune ready at that point in time only people who work with me and know me closely know that oh my god okay so but i have a chord structure in place i have a basic chord structure so in place there is a foundation somewhere okay these are the chords there's hmm. no tune So then the singer says, "Okay, what's the tune?" So then I sit right there and I sing out the tune, and the song is recorded. Oh my God! This would be so wow. With I myself don't know what the composition is going to be when I'm going into the studio. Do you do this intentionally? Yes, sometimes. <laughs> Other times, uh, the melody is ready. Sometimes I just do it for the bridge. Then okay. I keep the bridge there. It's spontaneous. Ah. I like spontaneity in the music really? because when I I believe that people have energies. Sometimes it's the singer's energy which dictates which way the composition is going to flow. True. It's very important because the singer is the executor of the music he or she is the person who's going to take the music to the next, next level. level yes looking at the vibrations or feeling the vibrations of the singer at that point in time you also can come to know which way the melody should flow what range the melody should be in and okay. where it can go to the greatest potential of that singer so sometimes even if there is a preconceived melody i alter it and it becomes better than what my earlier melody was depending on who the singer is at that point in time mm. yeah wow brilliant Also you were saying about the life eureka moment what would that be life eureka moment i have been an avid uh, student of uh, the origin of the universe how life began oh where have we come from where are we going mm -hmm. i joined this course on brahmavidya brahmavidya yeah brahmavidya so brahmavidya has nothing to do with any religion it's also called uh, mental physics mm -hmm. it's taught abroad as mental physics whatever i had learned in life from my various teachers mm. was validated in this course with the learnings that i received there and i was in tears i was actually crying really yes. wow for me that was a eureka moment understanding that everything that i had understood was validated, validated. by this knowledge that i was receiving at that point resonated so deeply with me again that was a huge experience the entire brahmavidya course big thank you to mehboob sir and mandeep ma'am who put me on the journey and imparted that deep knowledge to me so amazing some of the challenges that you faced as a composer and how did you overcome them 
so difficult to think of challenges you know <laughs> because i really enjoy challenges see now there was this web series i did where there were 10 episodes needed to be done in 3 days wow okay yeah that is a challenge <laughs> ha but i didn't perceive it as a challenge and i did it Wow. So the fact is, I probably slept for maybe four hours in three days. In three days. Oh. But like one hour per day or something on an average, get up and then maybe take a power nap of half an hour in the middle. But my thing is that needs to be completed on time, hmm. and I completed it on time and I delivered it. So that was a challenge in terms of time and delivering a product which was good enough and acceptable for broadcast. For me, time in terms of uh, music composition has never really be, been a challenge because I come from a TV background. TV background. There was a point in time where I was doing. episodes where the telecast has started on air and i'm still delivered just delivered the final segment of that show which is telecast on air yes, the yes, last yes. segment has come to me half an hour before telecast and i have to deliver it within that half an hour on air so doing quality work at a great speed has again been my forte the quickest i've done an ad is 2 minutes what yeah like maggie <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't the Maggie ad, but I finished it in two minutes. <laughs> the ad was in front of me. I just played some stuff on the keyboards, and it was approved. It was approved, and we went out for dinner. <laughs> My God, that was seriously quick. Yeah, seriously quick. Coming now to your life principle. Anything that you live by as a principle of your life. Well, I would say three qualities that I live by. Primary is integrity, non-negotiable, excellence, and adding value. These are three qualities which embody the person I am, hmm. which are non-negotiable at any point in time. The adding value aspect has been again taught by one of my gurus who has had a great impact on my life, hmm. John D. Martini. It is he who taught me that uh, your prime purpose is adding adding value to those around you. and the core root of any business is actually adding value if you manage to add value hmm. to the lives of the most amount of people then you are an extremely successful entrepreneur when you have it in you to monetize that value it's a win win situation for both you adding value to people's life they give you money for that so if you focus on adding value again the teaching that krishna gave arjun on the battlefield karmane vadikaraste mahafalishu kadachana do not focus on the fruits of your labor focus on the task at hand so if you focus on what you are doing right now the fruits will automatically come naturally that is another principle that i have always lived by brilliant as a deep impact on my life so ashish we've been talking about all this empowerment that you have within you as a person so where is the source of all this power where is it coming from one source of all this is books Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm an avid reader. I have the most widest collection of books and stuff on my Kindle library also. And uh, music I keep listening to. Hmm. And a very important contributor to this is my mastermind group. For those who are wondering what a mastermind is, a mastermind is actually a meeting of minds. It's a one mind concept. If you've seen the Eternals, the movie right now, mm-hmm. at one point in time the Eternals become a uni mind. Yes. The mind of all the members of the Eternals becomes one mind. One. And that mind has power greater than any individual and exponentially at a very higher level. So when people of a certain wavelength and vibration meet discuss ideas themes and share thoughts mm-hmm. with each other mm-hmm. yeah that's basically what a mastermind group is because we are all contributing to each other's growth yeah. at that point in time right. each of us has various different strengths True. and when we share that strengths without expectation with other people and so many other people learn and benefit from that strength and when we function as one unit then it becomes a powerhouse right. so i am blessed to have an amazing mastermind group of people with various walks of life mm-hmm. who have contributed immensely to 
my growth wow no man can live life alone people need to find their own mastermind groups mm. so that they can become the best version of themselves a mastermind helps you i i think this is napoleon and hills book on success which he had written where he also has stressed a great importance on a mastermind it's okay. called the laws of success yeah okay two books uh-huh. one is richest man in babylon and uh-huh. the other book is by napoleon hill so definitely read these two books and it will really help you in being successful in life something that you've discovered about yourself which you didn't know about yourself as a person along your musical journey i believe that my music is a way to improve and influence the lives of millions of people it is my purpose to focus on that kind of music that will inspire and add value to the lives of many many people which is why songs like jagozara which was to bring about an awakening and understanding the power which we have within ourselves vande matram where 100 competitors got together on one platform and collaborated to make a magical piece of music in 15 days in 15 days without each being aware of what the other was doing and it still fell into place yes still fell into place so beautifully shows that you don't need to be competitors if everybody only work together magic can be created Mm. You don't need to understand the process. You only so need to contribute and focus on your contribution and the universe will bring everything together right. as a beautiful piece. Right. That point in time I actually felt like God. I was closest to feeling what God is because you have so many beautiful pieces coming together from some of the most talented composers across mm. India and it is up to me to how to put it together. And I still don't believe that I did anything to that. It just happened through me, not by me. So beautiful. Coming to our next question, which is um, lessons we learn in life. Sometimes we learn them easy, but there are certain lessons we learn with repeated beatings. Yes, absolutely. Anything that you've learned like that? One of the philosophies that my gurus have taught me is that acceptance leads to flow, mm. and resistance leads to pain. Unfortunately, pain is one of the most ex- effective teachers. <laughs> right. Yeah, because a lot of us fail to accept. correct what is pain actually pain is something that the universe uses to teach us hmm. when we refuse to follow our true path okay so then we get little wax on the way they start off with little pinches maybe <laughs> nudges come on go on to the path and then big then, hearts then we don't listen <laughs> we resist then we get little spanks yeah <laughs> and then suddenly one tight slap happens and then we like suddenly okay now now we start listening <laughs> So a lot so of us true. don't listen until we get that tight slap. Yes. Yeah. Like if there's somebody who's speaking softly in a crowd, nobody really listening to that person until somebody really comes and starts screaming, and then people, everybody, oh, what happened? So you that's how that's the universe's voice. That's what COVID is all about. So COVID is nature's way of telling enough is enough. Just stop doing what you're doing. Change the way you're doing things and change the things you're doing. So true. But still, people are not listening. But I'm still seeing a lot of changes around me. Ashish, there is. There I'm is. I'm really glad to see that. Of course being safe and taking care is one aspect but also that it's changed life and in a very valuable way for all of us in fact a lot of us i think in, including me we've started looking at our priorities what are we doing in life and taking a taking a stock of is yes. this really where we want to go yes i think we're doing that for every small thing right now in yeah. life and that's a beautiful thing it's our choices that define our future so true any song that you've heard and you wished that you had done it the impossible dream Okay. I just mentioned the song and I get goosebumps hearing that song, uh, Luther Vandross's version of it at uh, Royal Albert Hall. Oh, it's a live version, is a it? A live version of that song. Because I believe that song resonates with me 
and who I am because mm. I I define myself as two things. One is a sound alchemist and okay. a warrior of the light. So these are two labels which I've chosen to give myself. That's how I live my life. Because through my days as a union leader till now, I'm the general secretary of the music composers of Associ- yes. Association of India. I still uh, live by those principles. Mm. I fight for the light. If you were not a musician. what would you be like well i still am a lot of things apart from being a musician actually yeah you're an entrepreneur you're yes. a speaker yeah so i would probably be focused i could probably be a religious leader really? <laughs> some point in time yeah i never know but yeah. uh, but more than that i would say maybe a social reformer a leader basically yeah a leader yeah a social reformer leader kind of yeah thinking that space because reform is something which is very close to me and uh, bringing about change to a positive way in society maybe a politician so and also maybe an animal activist see animal activist is anyway in my second nature and naturally yeah naturally and anything that i do which promotes me to be in an area of influence hmm. also furthers the cause of the little people i call them so animals for me and birds are the little people they are actually uh, i don't know in uh, childhood you remember reading ain't it blight in books where you yes. had elves and pixies yes, and all yes. i believe they are those magical creatures fairies they are magic they are magic i just realized i walked into the room and i was like completely yes. taken over by the energy yeah. like you know set they're me and little energy balls there yeah absolutely <laughs> so you just uh, they're complete de-stressers i don't feel any stress like the world may be going through tumult tumultuous things around me yeah. by tumultuous things but i don't realize it staying calm at a time of chaos they really help that process right. and anything can be done with a calm mind it's a panicked mind which destroys things and they really help in bringing about that calming energy into me and channelizing that aspect i just realized it i mean when i walked in i was like you know in deep thought oh, i have to do this i have to do this i have to say yeah. this i have to ask this and whatever and i walked in i had beautiful cats all around me yeah. and suddenly i just forgot to even set up if you remember, yeah, I, remember. <laughs> i was just chilling and chatting we started the interview before the interview actually. yeah actually <laughs> we were chatting and then i was like oh shouldn't this be recorded yeah so i was like yeah yeah okay now i should set it up <laughs> so yes they did contribute to that yeah one other thing is uh, for all of us khana aur gana ek saath jata hai so are you a foodie oh avid foodie avid foodie and i turned vegetarian 14 years back because of my love for animals so i am a total vegetarian but i love to eat any kind of vegetarian food mm-hmm. which is uh, tasty my favorites being a, a lot of times is south indian chinese and continental to an extent okay. so those are my favorites that was supposed to be my first question what's your favorite cuisine you've already answered that yeah. another thing i want to say is if you're super hungry what's your quick fix that you just delve into comfort food maggi noodles yeah <laughs> two minutes make composition two yes. minutes make noodles everything noodles. is two minutes yes <laughs> and uh, what's the one thing either dessert or otherwise which you just cannot resist even if you're full you would still delve into it what is that one thing soya chili is my favorite dish with the uh, chinese okay and mushrooms i love too in continental uh, pasta arabiata soups are my favorite i love Seriously, all okay. kinds of soups dessert uh, yelneer payasam that you at get banana at banana leaf <laughs> exactly <laughs> okay so i call it nectar of the gods when you have food you feel happy hmm. but when you have this payasam it gives you sukoon sukoon if you understand for the ones who don't know is tender coconut tender coconut yes so that's why i call it amrit if any of you are at banana leaf you must have the yelneer payasam उसके बाद आप तृप्त हो जाते हैं सो दैट्स माय फेवरेट डेजर्ट या ओके कमिंग टू अ क्वर्की हैबिट दैट यू हैव दैट नोबडी नोज अबाउट 
saying the most ridiculous things possible in the most serious of situations that also nullifies the seriousness of the moment I to think. an extent or makes them even more pissed off <laughs> <laughs> okay my my wife sometimes really gets pissed off with me really? because okay. that yeah because she thinks i am uh, not taking into account the seriousness, seriousness of, the of the situation yes so get serious is what but i i love to dissipate fear anxiety by humor and i probably say something so crazy and outlandish at that point in time that people forget everything about that situation and just focus on what i'm saying at that point in time <laughs> they either laugh or they get angry but then the situation is forgotten so then i also like to then take their case after that have a little sadistic streak in me and i believe uh, very often that the greatest of problems can be solved solved by not focusing on the problem you need to remove your attention from the problem then only you can focus on the solution before we go a message that you want to give out to people who are following this line getting into composing getting into music anything you'd love to say to them believe in your dreams don't stop till you reach where you want to go don't let anything anybody says stop you and believe in who you want to be and what you want to be wonderful message wonderfully put everything we've spoken was wonderful thank you so much for being on the show ashish my pleasure lavanya thank you on the rj lavanya show you've been listening to me lavanya you can follow me rj lavanya on facebook and twitter and rj lavanya p p for podcast is my insta handle do follow subscribe rate and review this podcast don't forget to join me next week for yet another inside out chat on the rj lavanya show kuch pati